welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here. Podcast. We're on the road. We're on the road, baby. My gas tank is full. About 75%. Is the end of the road hmm. my gas at 0%? I'm going to stop pontificating. My name is Cameron Osborne. I'm sitting here. His name is Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Viva la Shoot Brothers. Uh, professional wrestling encyclopedia over there sitting on the other side of the desk. And uh, another great week. We're here with another week of the show. A full run through of uh, all this week's action. Of course, Revolution coming up on Sunday, not Saturday. <laughs> get it right, Moxley. Coming up on Sunday. Get her <laughs> figure your shit out, Moxley. Um, uh, yeah, and I figured out. So it's there's a um, a UFC pay per view on the Saturday. Okay. You know, so I guess you don't want to clash with you. You don't want to clash with like the other big fight of the week or something, which I get. You know. Yeah. Why not? Um, you know, just like shit, shit, shit. You're gonna move shit around for the Super Bowl or something like that. Um, but that being said, uh, let's get into this week's action. Let's get into the week's action by kicking off the show uh, with a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Michael, I want to address a certain uh, <coughs> controversy that may be out there um, amongst uh, fans of the show that there was, in fact, no Tweet of the Week crowning last week. Um... <laughs> Usually I, you know, if it happens throughout the week, you know, you don't want to spoil anything. It'll kind of, it'll kind of get timed then. Uh, but honestly, I just, I just forgot. So I just want you to know there it's not that there was no Twi'lek champion. It's that I forgot. So this is a, uh, you, you know, so this, let's say like this was like a pre-tape, you know, kind of like it already happened, but this is when the Twi'lek championship is being awarded. You know, does that make sense? Like we don't know the exact date, but for the record books... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. Uh, well, this week's Tweet of the Champion uh, goes out to uh, Mercedes Monet. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 Monet. Monet. Uh, who uh, tweeted out to the world, so, you know, now you're an independent person. You have your, your Twitter account back, your socials back, your YouTube's back. And uh, she posted a great video of presumably meeting Kenny Omega for the second time. Um, but it was more of, I think, uh, you know, it's a quick little clip. Makes it sound like they, they made, made, met each other in passing once years ago, and now they actually uh, addressed each other. Um, and uh, she, she said to him, uh, so nice to meet you, Kenny Omega, until our paths cross again. And then five star emojis. Uh, Mercedes <laughs> Monet is coming for that five star match. She's coming for it. Yeah. She's in the room with the best bout machine. Of course, Kenny Omega said our work with New Japan isn't quite done yet, so I'm sure they will. I hear they sometimes do mixed matches now, too. Oh. Either a a team up or a, uh, you know, um, with somebody else. Of course, uh, Mercedes Monet is that New Japan Pro Wrestling Women's Champion. That's right. Uh, she defeated Kyrie. I don't know if we mentioned it on the show a week or two ago. But, yeah. No, it was cool. I saw that clip of her like getting ready before Wrestle Kingdom. And she's like, oh, my God, Kenny Omega. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What the then, fuck? Yeah. 
Um, Cute little moment. Yeah, so uh, I don't think I know what what else is going on with Mercedes Monet other than that, but uh, she's here, that's for sure. Yeah, multiple championships at once now. What other championship does she hold? Does, does she hold? Well, the New Japan title and the Tweet of the Week title. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking like like the real world for a second and thought maybe I missed something in Triple <laughs> A or something. Yeah. Uh, but congratulations, Mercedes Monet, uh, your first Tweet of the Week champion under the, your your new moniker. And uh, All right. so once your name is changed, you know that's kind of like official to us too. For the record books, uh, that is. Yeah, but I think we'll still. You know, we still count them combined, don't we? Still count them combined. Like you would never say, Mike. You would never say one of your favorite matches is was Bailey Mercedes Monet. You're n- you're never going to say that. Uh, not yet. I won't. Not yet. You won't. Wow. I think uh, I think I think the artist formerly known as Sasha Banks would have to do a lot of work to for you to then for you to then go by their new name. I think that would, you know. Well, I'm I'm more so saying it would be Bailey fighting this current version of her. Oh, I understood. Past match, yeah. Yeah. How long until? So let's say Sasha Banks was in WWE for like I don't know who knows seven eight years. Let's say okay. Yeah. Um, and then let's say Mercedes Monet perform is under that name for the remainder of it. You know, so let's say twelve fifteen onward, and even into their post life. What do you call them? I mean, if she ever came back to WWE, I think it would be Sasha Banks. But okay, so let's say she never comes back. Let's just say, or short of a Hall of Fame induction, but she never wrestles there again. Let's say. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to wait until the time. I mean, yeah. to me, Sasha Banks is obviously still her her body of work, mm-hmm. so that's the main go-to name. But yeah, we'll see about it's that. Interesting. Who is there? Anybody else in that boat who they they've they went by two names equally as long? Or you know, uh, or you know, or something similar, something in the something in the realm. Probably. Uh, I mean. Yeah, nothing comes to yeah. mind. Yeah. Scott I mean, Hall, Razor like, Ramon, maybe. Like, what do you call him? Yeah, what? one of those. <clears throat> yeah, what would you call him? I mean, I think Razor Ramon was the better wrestler, but Scott Hall was the bigger, like, bigger star. Bigger, so yeah. See, that's a, but that's close. That is a close one. Yeah. Huh. What's the let's think of more for next week. I'm sure we can come up with some fun ones too. <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus Brian Daniel. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be the fucking Yeah, that's the who the hell yeah, yeah, that's the tough that's the toughest one, I think. <laughs> I mean yeah. I still make this mistake because it's so close. Also it's not it's not Sasha Banks, Mercedes yeah. Monet, two completely there's different syllables, different <laughs> Daniel Bryan to Brian Danielson. Shit. I mean, yeah. Even in AEW, they made that mistake many times. I think when when he debuted at All Out, uh, Jim Ross said it's Daniel Bryan, but on the yeah. uh, the version that they posted or whatever, it's it's uh, it's his ver- it's his it's cut in. It's Brian Danielson. <laughs> I remember the fans were even chanting Daniel Bryan during one of his matches. Well, well yeah. How, what would you know to expect, really? I mean, yeah. I think everybody was yes chanting and. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, good stuff. Well, I'm sure uh, we'll think about more throughout the week. Uh, let's get into the wrestling action, though. How about we kick off this week's uh, edition? Uh, what, let's get into this week's edition of Dynamo. Uh, sorry, wow, SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was. 
on Friday before, though? No, no, wait, we used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just Smackdown Live. Smackdown. There it is. Uh, show opens up with a uh, ooh, six-man tag. We have Imperium taking on Strowman, Ricochet, and Madcap Moss. Uh, Strowman and Ricochet, they've been pals of late. Yeah, they got a fun little thing going on. Mm-hmm. A little, uh, like small. a big and a, th- a little thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so the match was fun. Uh, Ricochet, you know, doing his flippy shit. Braun doing the big bad stuff. And then, yeah, Moss in the middle there. Anyways, in the middle of it all, Drew McIntyre comes out, starts staring down Gunther, kind of teasing like he wants a shot at that Intercontinental title, which... I mean that could be a great match. Oh yeah, it would be. It would hit just as hard as the Sheamus match. Yeah. So rumors going around that could be a WrestleMania, if not a triple threat between all three of them. <laughs> oh, that would that would go off. That would go so hard. Yeah. So, anyways, Drew's out there. Gunther's not distracted though. He just chopping the shit out of everyone. Hits Madcap Moss with the big power bomb. Gets the pinfall. Imperium with the win. Yeah. Heels getting the win. God, a triple threat with the three massive Euro boys. That would be huge. Yeah. Just, yeah, slapping, chopping, punching, kicking. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> It'd be so much shit. And then a respectful three-way handshake at the end to unite <laughs> the country, to unite the world. Yeah, You could have a 20-minute match without a single wrestling move, and the fans will love it. Just all... <laughs> all striking that's all you need that's a good point it could just be hits and that's how we book yeah. it that's how that's like that's how you book the match okay guys <laughs> here's what we're gonna do or rather here's what we're not gonna do yeah uh we go to the bloodline locker room jimmy uso talking to solo sokoa you know jay's still not really around not hanging out with them backstage he thinks jay might be spooked over this whole Sami Zayn thing and Paul Heyman says, uh, how about Solo? You stay in the back with me. And uh, Jimmy, you go out there, handle Jay, man-to-man, twin-to-twin. So yeah. see that later. A little more on that as we go. Then L.A. Knight comes out and gets a pretty good pop, which uh, you know I, f- I don't even think we've seen him since the Raw Rumble, that glow-in-the-dark match. Have we even seen? <laughs> have we seen him since? I don't remember, but yeah, I don't think so. But uh, like I said, he's getting over, man. The crowd's reacting. He he drops his catchphrase. Let me talk to you. Big pop. Uh, he says it's WrestleMania season. Everyone's talking about WrestleMania moments. I just came here to make money and be the best. But you can't have an L.A. WrestleMania without L.A. Night. And that's when the New Day interrupt, and you're like, yeah, you're new. You don't know how this whole thing works. We've done the work. We've had Mania moments, like Kofi Mania, 11 years in the making for that big world title. LA Knight's just like, yeah, how'd that work out for you? And Kofi's like, yeah, it worked out fine. I worked for it. And anyways, we get to a match. Kofi versus LA Knight. Uh, Knight's in control. The crowd's chanting, New Day rocks, willing Kofi on. Knight attacks Xavier at ringside, and then he climbs up the top rope. Xavier jumps on the apron, blows the trombone right in Knight's face, distracting him, which allows Kofi to knock him down. Hit. Trouble in paradise. Get the win. 
Yeah, and for as over as LA Knight came out, uh, he doesn't feel heely. I mean, I guess, but he is. He said he. I guess he did tell it. He did say, "Shut up, I'm talking to us." But that's because <laughs> the crowd was uh, doing a little bit of a what? A little bit of a what? But he he shut it down pretty well. He said, "Yeah, shut up, I'm talking." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But uh, uh, yeah, it but yeah, it feels like I, I got and I gotta say, you know, th- this is precious TV time. You know what I'm saying? Um, the the, the shows leading up to. We have a month. We got a month. I, this is what? This is the 2nd of March right now. This would be night two. Yeah, one month away. Yeah, TV match, TV time time is valuable. And uh, this was the longest match of the night, actually. And uh, you know wow, what I'm saying? That's so, a bit, yeah. So I, guess if it's LA, so I guess if it's LA night versus the New Day in some capacity, is that what's going on? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to see night. Get a match on the card. Mm. I saw the uh, the WrestleMania poster got released, and Xavier and Kofi are both on it. So I'd imagine that they're going to have some sort of match. So I don't know if LA Knight can find a partner, or they have a triple threat, or I don't know what's going to happen. Is that how it works? If you're on the poster, you're in. <laughs> I mean, I assume. I mean, there's been times in the past where it's not always true, but I feel like for WrestleMania, they've got things pretty hammered out. Yeah, good point. Uh, Anyways, someone else on the poster that we know is going to be there, Charlotte Flair, comes out next, cuts a promo on her WrestleMania opponent, Rhea Ripley, says that she's too scared to come out because this was supposed to be there face-to-face, but instead Dominic comes out and calls Charlotte Queenie and, uh, yeah, I'm not going to let you run down mommy, and Charlotte says, Rhea, you don't got to hide behind your boy toy, and Dom says, you're just jealous because... You haven't been as impressive as Rhea has lately, and uh, my mommy's so strong, she nearly crushes me when she hugs me. And uh, Charlotte says she has her own Latino man at home that calls her mommy. Mm-hmm. Little Andrade reference there. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny line. Yeah. So anyways, Dominic says, you know, we're both children of legendary wrestlers, and uh, we're both better than our fathers, but my dad was a lot worse than yours. He was a deadbeat. An afterthought. He messed me up. And after WrestleMania, when mommy beats you, you'll know your dad was right. You're just not good enough. Charlotte says, unlike you, I love my father. And he was, if he was here right now, he'd kick your butt. But he's not. So uh, Charlotte takes off her belt, ready to smack Dominic. But that's when Rhea shows up, gets in Charlotte's face. Dominic pulls her back. So no physicality, just a little stare down. This was yeah. This was uh, this was weird. Only in so far where uh, Dominic, <laughs> when he said <laughs> she hugs me so hard, like it, my ribs break, or like he said something to that effect. Yeah, I have. I it, it, it does not make. I I do not understand the nature of the relationship after a quote like that. Well, I think they've certainly implied that they are. Uh knocking boots there's a real dom sub thing going on yeah just with the names reversed yeah but, uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> that took me a second that's all right but uh <laughs> yeah i feel like they had dominic do most of the talking because people are probably gonna cheer for Rhea, even though she's technically the heel in this feud but uh maybe they do i don't know what they're gonna do 
because Charlotte, she's not going to, I mean, it's only a matter of time before she turns heel again, I feel like. So who knows? Wait, Charlotte's Charlotte's heel right now. Isn't isn't she always constantly heel? I feel like she's supposed to be a baby face at the moment. Oh, really? Like coming back, beating Ronda. I don't know. She's been like pumping up. She's been playing to the crowd rather than insulting them. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, that good whole point. whoop that trick thing, whatever that was a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Whoop that trick. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. What was that from? Hustle and Flow? Is that what we found? It was out? from Hustle and Flow. That was what we figured <laughs> it out from, starring Terrence <laughs> Howard. Did you watch it yet? Uh like twelve years ago. We gotta have a rewatch. <laughs> Anyways, on to some action. You got Natalia taking on Shayna Baszler. Baszler's got Rhonda in her corner. Natalia's got Tegan Knox in her corner, because I guess they're friends. Uh yeah. Anyways, Shayna's working the arm over. Ronda distracts Natalia. Shayna hits her with a big knee to the head, puts in the arm bar, gets a submission win. So, yeah, that's about that. Yeah, that's about it. I think the uh, the the Rousey Baszler team uh, is getting stronger. I guess too. Yeah, I think they're on the path to uh, challenging for those tag titles at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Whoever the champs will be at that time, but. Uh, I mean, why not? They've kind of been teasing it for a while now. That, or I mean, they are officially together now. So just get through it. Get it over with. Let's do it. Why not? <laughs> get it over with. Love the enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get a new episode of Firefly Funhouse. Where we see Bray playing with a couple Undertaker figures. And then we cut to Bray in the production truck. He's watching himself call out Lashley or Lesnar from right before the Elimination Chamber. And. We're just cutting all over the place. We get a new set for the Funhouse, or we get the Funhouse news with uh, Ramblin' Rabbit. Yeah, it was like the Uncle Howdy weather report. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and then we got a game show called Can You Keep a Secret? And this thing was just all over the place, very disjointed. All over the place, yeah. It felt yeah. a little too much, much, too much. Yeah, at the end of it all, I'm like, what the hell was that? <laughs> that yeah. was about it. Certainly was no muscle man dance, I'll say that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But uh, back in the bloodline locker room, Paul Heyman says he got a text from Roman who says that if Jimmy doesn't work things out with Jay this week, he'll handle him personally next week. So a little threat. There. A little threat there. A little, uh, little tune-up match before the, the main event. <sighs> I don't know. That would be a big crack in the bloodline if... Jay's going to fight wrong. I don't know. Find out next week. But uh, in the meantime, we got Rey Mysterio taking on Karrion Cross. Because I guess this feud is still going on. I don't know. I don't think it never, I don't think it ever stopped. I thought they already fought, but whatever. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. Rey Mysterio is also dealing with Dominic this whole time, so it's weird. Karrion Cross is just a third wheel. But anyways... Match was fine. Ray hits a top rope, top rope Hurricane Rana, goes for the 619, but then Scarlet jumps up on the apron. So when Ray hits the ropes, she ends up bouncing into the ring while she's down. The ref checks on her. Uh, then when Ray goes to hit the 619, Dominic shows up, stops him, pulls Ray to the floor, and then he's just daring his dad to hit him, but Ray still won't do it. So he gets back in the ring, walks right into the big elbow from Cross. And then the cross jacket, Ray passes out. Cross gets the big win. 
mm-hmm. and then afterwards, Dominic gets in the rings, talking more trash to Ray, shoves him multiple times. Ray gets right in Dominic's face, cocks his fist back, but he still will not abuse his son, even with the crowd chanting, "Do it!" But and also he he's over eighteen, so it's it's not. You said abuse. <laughs> I I I don't think we can call that child abuse. I think I didn't say child abuse. You did say abuse, though. <laughs> like you, this is two grown men getting into a fisticuffs. I'm just saying, well, don't one grown man, one short. Yeah. <laughs> it's two <laughs> consenting adults exen- <laughs> engaging in fisticuffs. No, oh, I know. Everyone wants to see it. Crowd wants to see it. Yeah. And uh, it'll I happen. Mean, it's happening. It's happening. WrestleMania. I already Ex- said it exactly months ago. Months ago. Hair versus mask. That's the stiff. <laughs> He's been growing that long mullet for months now. He's got to put it on the line against Ray's mask. Oh, you think? You think that's the? Uh... I mean, yeah, it, it would make sense more? in a lucha kind of thing. Yeah. Either way, though, they got to have that match at WrestleMania. It's, okay, you know, um, it's a big match. Do you think that somebody in a promo between now and WrestleMania is going to say for Eddie? <laughs> what's the uh, likelihood? Sure. What's the like? What, what's the percent? Is that a hundred percent? Somebody's going to say that, or would you say more or more like a seventy-five, sixty? I mean. Maybe not those exact words, but Eddie Guerrero will be brought up one way or another. I mean, he's definitely being brought up. But I yeah, like I wish Eddie won that custody <laughs> match, like Dad. <laughs> My real father. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Uh, if we I love could it. get Maury Povich to show up with a <laughs> DNA test, that would be the ultimate. Oh, Hunter, <laughs> get Maury on the phone. <laughs> Yeah, DNA test. Ricky Guerrero's there. Live in the uh, ring. <laughs> yeah. You are not the father. <laughs> ah, like they rewrite uh rewrite canon. Rewrite yeah. wrestling canon. And then Ray could be like, Well, since I'm not your father, I'll fight you now. And then there you go. And there's the match. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, let's go to the final segment. We got Jimmy Uso coming out to address his brother, Jay. Says, you know, you're not here, but I know you're out there watching somewhere from brother to brother. I know you're torn, you're hurt. When I hurt, or when you hurt, I hurt, Usent. I'll always be here for you no matter what. Just like I need you here for me right now. You know, people have been saying there's cracks in the bloodline. I know there's been issues. We've got a Sami Zayn and a KO problem. and we got to defend these titles. And then all of a sudden, a hooded man hops the barricade. We all recognize that big ginger beard sticking out, of course. <laughs> Sami Zayn. Huge ovation once again. Uh, Sami says, Jimmy, I'm not here to fight. I want to talk. Every time you use that word brother, it breaks my heart, man, because that's what you were to me. You were my dog. You had my back in the bloodline from day one. You saw value in me before anyone else did. Without you, there is no honorary oos. No Sammy Uso. No feeling oosy. But when things went south at the Rumble, you didn't think twice to take me down. And that hurt, man. So the crowd's all chanting for Sammy. Jimmy's looking pissed. Call Sammy selfish for blaming him. It was you who made the choice to hit Roman with the chair. You stepped on me and Jay. What was I supposed to do? 
You know, I did what I had to for my family, and uh, family don't betray you. Sammy says, family doesn't make you test your loyalty every week and jump through hoops just to prove your worth and, you know, manipulate you like Reigns did to me and your brother Jay. And then all of a sudden we see Jay appear in the crowd uh, standing on top of the stairs. And how'd he get out there? <laughs> same way the shield always did. <laughs> Uh, but Sammy doesn't notice him yet. He just says, I'm going to make sure Roman and the bloodline come crumbling down. But there's a way out for you. You don't have to go down with the ship. I know you know what I'm saying is true. And then Sammy turns his head because he notices Jay in the audience. Glances over at him. And this momentary distraction, Jimmy takes a cheap shot, beats down Sammy. As Jay slowly walks towards the ring, Jimmy sees his brother, yells, come on, get in here. But uh, then Jimmy turns around right into a halluva kick from Sammy. And Jay still just standing there watching at the barricade. That's when Solo Sokoa comes out. So Sammy hops over the other side of the barricade and leaves. And Jay Uso still just caught in the middle, not joining either side. What's it all mean, Mike? What does it all mean? I mean, we've only got a few weeks to figure this out. Oh those tag my titles. Oh, Lord. The tag titles. The w- I mean, what? How are. What is happening with Sami Zayn? Um, is he moving further away from our dream triple threat? Is the dream over? Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but he's not moving away from the bloodline. We're still doing that story. He's just not going to get the big moment at WrestleMania. Not the big moment, but he'll get a... You'll get Probably a the tag titles with Kevin Owens. Yeah, maybe that's where we're going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, I think this whole bloodline thing has permanently elevated him to a level where he will be world champion one day. You think this was all he needed? I think this was enough to prove that, I mean, much lesser men than him have held that title, so. That's a good point. But, uh, yeah, I know. It's still still a shame that the hottest angle in wrestling is not the main event, but. Like you said, four weeks, that triple threat, until it's WrestleMania weekend. Until the the bell (laughs) has rung. (laughs) I refuse to believe. Yeah. Uh, so that was the whole episode of SmackDown. Uh, kick on through to Rampage. 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 Quick card here. By open up. Young Bucks taking on Aussie Open. Back here in this Phoenix crowd. Mike, you told me about the arena that the Arizona Coyotes play in. Last yeah. week, and I looked it up, and that's so sad. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's so that's why sad. I, I don't think Austin Austin Matthews would not even consider going there. You go from being the biggest, most recognizable guy in all of Canadian hockey to a tiny town <laughs> arena. No one even knows yeah. who you are. Because uh, I was at a Marley's game the other day, and I was looking around at the at the Rico or sorry Coca Cola Coliseum, and I was kind of like. I feel like this is about 
a little bit smaller <laughs> than the actual no, place you were, they but played. You were basically at an NHL game if it was Arizona. Yeah, it was... Uh, Jeez. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. we're back here <laughs> in, in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, yeah, Bucks taking on Aussie Open, which we haven't seen since those Will Ospreay uh, appearances, if you can recall. Yeah. Around the, I don't know, whatever. Forbidden Door time Forbidden last Forbidden Door. Yeah. So yeah, it was a fun match. Uh, the Bucks set up for the Melter Driver at one point. The lights shut out. Which uh, yeah allows the Aussies to kind of fight back. Fletcher hits a jumping tombstone, uh, and then another unique spot of it later where the Bucks they pick up one of the Aussies and then they pick up the other guy, hand him into his own partner's arms in a tombstone position, and then they kick the guy's legs out from underneath. So he ends up tombstoning his own. Like partner. how do you figure that one out? That one's <laughs> so fun. Yeah, that was just a fun spot. Uh, and then they follow up that with the BTE trigger. So that, of course, gives the Bucks the win. And as they celebrate, the lights shut out once again. The House of Black appear all around the wing, wearing their masks. The crowd chants, House of Black! And they surround the elite, but then the lights shut out and they're gone. It's, uh, you know, Mike, we've been saying this um, for a little while. You know, may, just make Rampage a better show. We've said this. We've said this before. Like, if, how do we get people to watch Rampage? Make Rampage a better show. And, you know, having the Bucks and Kenny Omega at ringside all even uh, mm-hmm. for, you know, an opening match like this. Like, I think this is kind of what we meant, right? This is close. This is close to what we meant. <laughs> yeah, the wrestling was good. It's still... Uh... You know, it's still obviously the B show. But, you know, putting Kenny Omega on something, that's got to mean something. Yeah. You know? No, I think I think the main thing is that most of the matches you can pick the winner just by looking at the two the two sides, but the wrestling itself is still good. It's that still a lot too, of fun. That too. But, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, but you're on something. Speaking of which, Willa Nightingale taking on Tony Storm. Yeah, but you know, I'll give props. Willow got a big pop here. Yeah, it's... you can always give props to people. <laughs> yeah, just ask Carrot Top. But <laughs> you're on a you're on a you're on a heater tonight. <laughs> you are on a heater tonight, Mike. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, Willow, you know, it's nice to see she's gotten pretty over. Uh-huh. I mean, without actually having much other than like feuding with Jade Cargill, she's managed to, you know, get herself over. Fan, so nice I think to the see. fans love her uh, spirit, her vivacious spirit. <laughs> yeah. And she's a solid wrestler, too. So they have a pretty good match. Uh, Saray on the outside, causing interference, of course. Tony hits the big hip attack in the corner, followed by a tornado DDT, but Willow with the big kick out. Uh, and then Willow hits a nice Death Valley driver for a near fall of her own. Once again, Saraya jumps on the apron. Willow grabs her, tosses her into the ring, but this distraction allows Tony to hit the Storm Zero, and that gives Tony Storm the win. Yeah, the hard-fought win um, for, or, you know, it's, uh, like you said, Willow Nightingale get, getting those overs. Uh, you know, a lot of women here at the top. A lot of women at the top of this thing. It's, yeah. tough, for, uh, I mean, once, it's tough for somebody like that to squeak on through. Well, I mean, once we get this Jade Cargill TBS title reign over with, 
get this, you know, Willow can be one of the people in the mix for that. Yeah, so. get it, get it circling around, you know. Yeah. Ha- have her lose in a triple threat. That's fine, right? Like, doesn't um, not getting pinned. I don't know. I think for the first loss, they built it up so much that someone has to beat her. Oh, someone has to. Good point. Good point. I mean, if I'm the booker. And you often are. <laughs> uh, after that, we got some guy named Bryce Saturn. Yeah, <laughs> this was this is a classic. Uh, or you can always tell on Rampage, sometimes they won't do. So, yeah, by the way, Lance Archer checking on Bryce Saturn. Um, yeah. But on the promo, they always flash it as Lance Archer in action. <laughs> like if you see that if you see their name in action uh yeah, yeah they're getting the dub um, absolutely in this yeah so an incomplete uh, but yeah lance archer we haven't really seen him in a little while and uh jake the snake was back with him so yeah nice to have them around but of course yeah just a quick easy squash big lariat by archer to get the win yeah doing nothing doing nothing but uh oh well uh, the main event, though, Action Andretti, Sammy Guevara. Yeah, Andretti on a six-match win streak going into this. But, uh, you know, nothing's quite matched that first win, the big shock over Chris Jericho, and mm-hmm. maybe never will. But uh, still a young guy, long career ahead of him. Uh, and, you know, he's athletic. He's just like Sammy. He can Flip. He was doing 450 splashes off the apron, moonsaults. Uh, yeah, he can, he can keep up. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, good yeah. wrestler. Uh, Sammy did this cool move. It was like a, a back suplex into a DDT spiking Andretti on his head. And, you know, I almost like that. I, like, I wish that was Sammy's finisher better than that GTH shit he does. But better than anyway. the tongue out trigger? That's what I call it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Then Andretti, he pulls out a Cameron Grimes move. He does that, like, running, shooting star, press, body slam thing that Grimey used to always do. Yeah, I love love that one. Yeah, I miss Grimey. uh, Yeah. I heard rumor is that he's kind of, he's been called up to the main roster, but they don't have any story mapped out for him yet, so he's just doing nothing, which is unfortunate. Okay. Is he doing but, like uh, like dark matches or something probably or like live shows? Not that I've heard. I've, they're just trying to map something out for him, I guess. A, a story, an introduction. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, back to the match. Andretti's in control. He goes for a split-legged moonsault, but then Garcia interferes, jumps up, knocks him down while the rest distracted, which allows Sammy to hit the GTH, get the cheap win. But uh, yeah, great showing by Andretti. Yeah, he's been put. Yeah, he, like you said, six match win streak. I guess that includes a lot of dark. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, kids still kids still got a future here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and yeah, overall, pretty good episode of Rampage. Three good matches, one squash that wasn't Jade Cargill. So you know, <laughs> it was different. <laughs> yeah. Three good mo- yeah. There's a there's a match to squash ratio that needs to happen uh, on, <laughs> on rampage to make it worth it. Uh, good stuff. Uh, that was the entirety of the rampage show. Let's make our way through the weekend uh, before we get to Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> Let's get raw. 
lengthy and I, uh, may, maybe it didn't feel the same way for you, but lengthy recap video showing us what happened uh, last week. Um, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa, they're the ones who uh, make their way down to the ring. Yeah. For a match against Jimmy the Street Young. Profits. Jay, nowhere to be found. Yeah, there was a quick promo before, just Jimmy talking about that and... Uh, yeah, same people saying there's been cracks in the bloodline and you come at one of us, you come at all of us. And yeah, anyways, that's when the Street Profits come out. Uh, anyways, talk some smack. We get to the match. Street Profits versus Jimmy and Solo. Good little match here. Uh, yeah, Street Profits, they're looking to hit their big doomsday blockbuster move. Solo pushes Ford to the floor, so Dawkins is all alone. Gets hit with a big super kick, and then the Samoan spike. And that gets the win for Solo and Jimmy. Yeah. The family. It's, it's, the, fa- it's, the, it's the family, you know. They, they Remember, they are brothers also. They're just not twins. <laughs> Do you yeah, remember they're that? they're like 10 years apart. So it's, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, so they barely uh, know each other. Yeah. And then after the match, they go to do more damage. They wrap the chair around Ford's throat in the corner. Solo's ready to go for the hip attack, but then Kevin Owens appears. Super kick. Uh, stunner. Runs off unscathed. So Owens still doing his own little thing against the bloodline. And, uh, you know, to uh, Ford and Dawkins, though, you know, being the ones that... One of these teams that aren't benefiting anything... With the uh, the bloodline story, I guess you can't yeah. you can't have it all, so you can't have the good without the bad. Uh, you know, all the a lot of tag teams just kind of wading the waters, uh, preparation for these titles to split. Yeah, exactly. Just like the the world title, hopefully WrestleMania, it'll all come crashing. Down. It'll all get figured out. Uh, the Beast Brock Lesnar comes out next for. MVP's VIP lounge, but he's out there before MVP even gets there. Just making himself comfortable, sitting in the couch. Says he's got no beef with MVP, just wants him to uh, sell him on the challenge he made last week for Lesnar to fight Omos at WrestleMania. So uh, MVP comes out, just says, you know, you're the beast, Brock, but uh, a giant can subdue a beast. You can't F5 or Jew and suplex a man the size of Omos. And, uh, yeah, Brock's like, oh, good job. High five. That was damn good. I accept your challenge. Uh, but let's shake hands and drink on it. So MVP goes to pop a bottle of champagne, but Farmer Brock pulls out a flask instead and starts chugging. <laughs> uh, offers it to MVP, but he doesn't want it. Brock's like, you don't make me drink alone. So MVP reluctantly takes a sip, but... He cannot hold it down. He spits it back out right in Brock's face. The crowd chants, you fucked up. He knows he did. Uh, tries to wipe Brock down with his handkerchief. <laughs> Brock just takes it, blows his nose, puts it back in his pocket, and then hits him with an F5. Yeah, there were too many props there. I knew so- on the stage, I knew something was going to go wrong. <laughs> Brock loves props. Yeah. Hey, there's Brock's and props. Brock props. Brock's and props. Brock what do you props. think? Uh, was that some moonshine in that flask or something? I think he said some weird name. Yeah. But what? Oh, well. 
Um, he probably made it himself on the farm. Yeah, what was, it, what was in the flask? You know, I mean, hey, you know, we're, be, we're best TV storyline. Remember, right there, what's, in, what's, in, <laughs> what's the in the flask? It's like Eric Rowan's cage. What's in the what's cage? In the, I think what's in the cage it was a shooty winner, actually. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, up next, we got the American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes taking on Chad Gable. Uh, yeah, this ended up being a really good match. Even, yeah, it's under 10 minutes, but they worked hard. Uh, Cody hits a big inverted superplex, goes for the disaster kick. Gable catches in midair with a nice German suplex. And then uh, Gable hits a cliffhanger DDT and the beautiful moonsault for a big near fall. But then uh, Cody fights back, hits the Cody cutter, followed by the crossroads, which I think Gable sold this crossroads better than anyone I've ever seen. I've, I've never seen I've them. never seen anybody spike themselves <laughs> like that. As soon as I saw it, it was like, why doesn't everybody do this always? Yeah, looked amazing. Cody gets the win, but uh, yeah, I mean, Chad Gable, I say it all the time, just one of the most underrated. He's got such talent, just doesn't get utilized as much as it should. You know, you never know. Never say never. Yeah, no, I mean, if him and Otis split up like they seem to be leading towards. Uh, remember when Gable almost won King of the Ring a few years ago? Yeah. Let's go back to Who that. Did he lose to Corbin? Yeah. And then he became Shorty G for a bit. Right. Classic Shorty <laughs> G. Yeah. Woof. Oh, woof. Um, <coughs> great tune-up match for Cody. Yeah, afterwards, Cody grabs a mic, crowds chanting his name. He says, we're 33 days away from WrestleMania, and I have yet to stand in the ring with my opponent, Roman Reigns. So uh, I'm glad that Roman's going to be on SmackDown this Friday because I'm going to be there as well. Ooh, so we'll finally get finally a yeah you're right a month to go and uh you know hollywood wrestlemania we get our next movie parody uh this time we had bianca belair montez ford recreating titanic the classic uh front of the boat i'm flying jack that whole yeah thing. the classic front of the boat arms split spread out eagle style <laughs> yeah so that was fun we got a couple more movies i'm sure in the next couple of weeks yeah ho hopefully yeah some good scenes coming up i bet yeah after that we got some women's action oscar taking on carmella pretty good match you know uh carmella since returning she's been uh on a nice little roll here and Looking she great. she seems to re have returned as more of a money mella type of uh yeah gimmick kind back of to yeah school. og kind of thing yeah i mean anything's better than that gimp mask Fucking she was doing weird for a bit. ass mask but yeah you know trash talking moonwalking that's the <laughs> carmella we know and love exactly and yeah she puts up a good fight hits a big super kick for a near fall but then oscar just takes over gets carmella in the arm bar makes her submit and then afterwards, Oscar grabs a mic, calls out Bianca. Belair comes out. Oscar, uh, they exchange words. And then Carmella jumps back in, shoves Oscar from behind into Bianca, knocks them both down. Carmella walks off. Carmella walks away, throwing her hat in the ring. Yeah, you know, uh, she can certainly be one of the first challengers after WrestleMania. If 
She keeps her momentum going. Yeah. Yeah, it always does. Really looking forward to this Asuka Bianca Belair match, though. Yeah. Potential show stealer. Potential. Wow. Yes. <laughs> uh, we follow her up with another women's match. You got Piper Niven taking on Candice LeRae. Kind of a battle of the underutilized talent here. And uh, there's been a story of Nikki Cross just just been following Candice around lately, and she's there at ringside once again. And Piper, she's in control, and then she attacks Nikki for no reason at all. And Goes back into the ring. Candice rolls up Piper, gets the one, two, three. So, uh, yeah, nice win for Candice, I guess. Yeah, I, th- I think both of these people don't get many wins. So it was uh, somebody had to. Somebody was going to get the win. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So uh, good for Candice, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, good for her. Uh- then we get Miz TV. Miz comes out, hypes up WrestleMania, introduces his special guest, this year's host of WrestleMania. It's himself. It's the Miz. Uh, he pulled one over on us. That's right, <laughs> folks. The Miz is gone Hollywood on e- yeah. on ET on on ETV, right? On VH1. Uh, yeah, Bravo. I mean, he's, he's he's got his own reality show. He's been in some movies. He's a Hollywood man himself. <laughs> yeah, uh, a real, but yeah, ho- a real Hollywood man on the Sunset Strip. I hear he's campaigning to play Johnny Cage in the next Mortal Kombat movie. Which, that could be pretty cool. <laughs> Do we think he's a good actor? Uh, well, Johnny Cage, I think he's very much like the Miz. He's kind of like a cheesy. You know, not take him seriously, but he thinks he's an action star. So I think the Miz would work okay. in that role. Well, you could be onto something. <laughs> but anyway, Seth Rollins interrupts. Miz isn't happy. The crowd's all singing this song. And Seth says he's not trying to ruin anything. He's just been trying to get a hold of Logan Paul. And he figured the Miz could contact him. And Miz just says, no, that's your problem. So Seth super kicks Miz, steals his phone. Holds it up to the Miz's face. Uh, I guess that facial recognition to unlock the screen. And uh, then he calls Logan on FaceTime, who is surprised to see Rollins on the other end. And Seth uh, talks about Jake Paul losing his first ever fight and tells Logan to show up on Raw next week. Logan says he'll be there. Seth says, okay, bye bye, bitch. <laughs> this, yeah, this match will be fun, I think. It's going to be great. Uh... I think, well, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great match. I think at WrestleMania, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, Logan Paul, he's, uh, he's three, what, three for he's three, three, four for, three. for four. Uh, yeah. yeah, because The Miz, and then, no, he was in the tag, and then yeah. Solo against The Miz, right? Yeah. And then Roman. And then the spot of the night and at the Royal Rumble. The night at the Rumble. So, yeah, he's four for four. Yeah, no, I think this will be great. He takes it serious. He trains hard. Probably be a lot of. Uh, I mean, they're in Hollywood. There'll be some celebrities in his corner. Some of his. Of his course, movies. there there's got to be celebs. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got Elias taking on Bobby Lashley. Just a quick, easy squash for Lashley. Gets the hurt lock. Gets the win. And then Bobby grabs a mic after. <gasps> says he owned Brock Lesnar at the chamber. 
made him resort to getting disqualified and then he tells Bray Wyatt stop mentioning me I don't got time for your games keep my name out your mouth and then as Bobby goes back up the ramp Bray appears on the screen doing the muscle man dance so it looks like yeah it looks like Wyatt versus Lashley that's uh that's the Wrestlemania direct that'll be that Wrestlemania thing god do we think Bray Wyatt can get up into a jackknife <coughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know what the hell this match is going to be. It's, it seems like a weird, seems like a weird, weird combo co- combination. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know because I mean Bray's only had fucking what one match since he's been back since his return. Probably, yeah, yeah. I feel like they don't want either of these guys to lose, but who knows? Who knows? I wonder. Oh well. Uh, then we got Otis taking on Johnny Gargano. Maximum male models at ringside watching Otis, still trying to recruit him, and Otis doing his best to impress Maxine Dupree, and uh, all the other members of the models are interfering behind the ref's back, when all of a sudden Dexter Loomis shows up, chokes out Masse, and then Johnny fights back, hits the one final beat, gets the win. As he should. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, we were talking about what the the great performance he had in the chamber a couple of weeks ago. So it's nice to see get a win, keep some of that momentum going. Yeah, did you did you did you mention that Dexter Loomis was in the crowd? Yeah, he showed up. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, we haven't seen. He didn't even show up at the Rumble, so he's still kind of his thing is sneaking up. And he didn't sneak up at the Rumble. Isn't that crazy? He didn't sneak up at the one time where there's so many people, like, you would get lost in the action. <laughs> yeah. And we had that open spot with Ray, so he could have There was literally there. an open spot. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, let's go to the main event, though. We got Damage Control defending those women's tag titles against Becky Lynch and Lita. Team Red. Uh, crowd super hot for the baby faces here, and uh, you know Becky does most of the work. She's uh, as she should. She's hitting a uh, big senton to the floor, the diamond dust, uh, and gets a couple near falls, and then EO tags in, hits a big springboard moonsault to the floor, and then later Bailey slides one of the titles into the ring, distracts the ref, which allows Bailey to attack Lita. But then we get the return of another legend, Trish Stratus, comes out, attacks Bailey, big pop for her. Uh, it's just too bad. Yeah, what's Trish doing here? I mean, they were in Canada a week ago. It would have been a lot better for the but whatever. Whatever. Oh, well. So she beats up Bailey. Lita gets the hot tag. Uh, you know, Lita's definitely... A lot slower than the rest of them in the ring. She's uh, looking, I don't know, a little unpolished in there. Well, she's uh, without a doubt has like the oldest. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'll give her credit when it came to the big finish. She nailed that. She climbs to the top rope. Uh, yeah, uh, Bailey tries to knock her down. Trish takes out Bailey again. Uh, Becky gets Dakota and the Disarmor. So Lita's all alone on the top rope. Hits the Lita Salt. And then gets the three. So Lita and Becky Lynch, new tag champs. And the surprising win. 
Yeah, I'd say, uh, you know, first time for both of them winning the tag titles, which also makes Becky a triple crown champion. She's not the first. No. No. Charlotte. We've already. Yeah. Well, we've, uh, I think Bailey was the first ever Grand Slam champion. What's the Grand Slam? Oh, is NXT the Grand Slam? Yeah, because Becky never won the NXT title, if you can believe. Of course not. One of those. <laughs> just like Bianca Belair. Some people are just... Too good. You know? Yeah, too good. You get called too up before... Too good. <laughs> so anyways, new champs. They celebrate with Trish. Pyro's going off. End the show on a happy note. Uh, yeah, like I said, Lita looking a little bit slow in there but the moonsault still looks great and i'm sure this title reign won't last that long so whatever nice to have one last belt for her yeah get us to mania maybe some kind of multi-person thing uh you know six or three teams going at it or uh maybe lose it then <coughs> yeah ronda shana for and then whoever else you want to throw in there yeah zelina vega and uh <laughs> Uh, Nikki Cross, sure, why not? <laughs> sure, why not? That was the uh, that's the first half of the wrestling week, Mike. Let's take a break. Okay, let's. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. Of course, we have all the action coming up on NXT and the big Dynamite go home before Revolution this weekend. So stick around. Back with the second half of the show. It's gold. It's gold. Solid Jerry. gold. It used to be gold and black. It Talking used to about be NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. So that was saucy. It used to be black and gold. It used to be that it was rainbow. I guess now it is black and gold again. Isn't I, I, with it? a little, with like a green, isn't there like a dark green? Yeah, I guess it's kind of a hybrid. Yeah, there's like a, there, yeah, there's a, there's a third color here on NXT. <laughs> they dropped the 2.0 though, it's just the weekly action. Uh, ramping up to the season, of course, we're talking roadblock. Yeah, next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deal. show starts off. Big deal for a brand uh, like this. Yeah. We start off in chaos, just a big brawl backstage because Wes Lee is in the ring for a North American title open challenge. So people are just climbing over each other to get there first. Uh, Fit Finley would have had this crew in fucking line. I just want the record to show. Oh, yeah. This would not have happened. Even with William Regal around, this would not but have Boys, <laughs> line up. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, so people are running, jumping, beating each other up. But then one man, Nathan Frazier, just comes jumping over everyone else. Uh, a man we haven't seen since October. But stepping up, big opportunity here for Mr. Frazier. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, we just jump right into that. Wesley versus Nathan Frazier, North American title. <coughs> Excuse me. Nice. Yeah, fast pace, cruiserweight style match. Crowds into both guys. They're flipping. They're flying. Uh, Fraser gets a couple big near falls. Uh, but Wesley fights back. Does the big Montez Ford spot. The running flip over the ring post to the floor. 
and then is back that in the ring. Lo- higher or is that more difficult like or is it the landing which is more difficult um uh, i guess just having to clear the ring post whereas like the ropes have a little bit of give so if you're top dollar and your belly gets stuck <laughs> neither but. of these guys is top dollar <coughs> no but uh yeah so back in the ring wesley hits the cardiac kick and that gives Lee the win. Retain the belt. Fun little match. Yeah, I forgot the, the face, but I definitely remembered the name. I didn't realize it had been that long. Uh, yeah. One of the, one of the guys one from of UK. From NXT UK. Yeah, one of the imports. Uh, but yeah, he's a good wrestler, so the match mm-hmm. was fun. Yeah. Was we stuff. go backstage. Jensen talking to Briggs. Says, you know, since Valentine's Day, something's felt off between me and Kiana. And Briggs is like, oh, come on, man. Uh, you're stupid. We all are when it comes to women. But don't worry. It'll figure itself out. <laughs> Let's go get ready for our match. Because they do have a match. Taking on... Uh, who, what, what's their what's Indu- their team name? <laughs> Indu's Share. Indu's Share. Indu's Share. Yeah. So Indu Share versus Briggs and Jensen, uh, but you know Jensen's still thinking about Kiana. He's not paying attention. He's missing tags, and then when he finally does tag in, he's a bit slow. He's a step behind Briggs, and Briggs getting frustrated, and then Jensen just walks right into a massive choke slam, and then a big clothesline, and that ends it. Indu Share get the win. So this is uh, Veer Mahan. That's what we're called, yeah. right? We're, we're, we all fear the Veer. Yeah, and uh, Sanga. And what else was he from? Was he from anything? Uh, million Dollar Arm? Wasn't that what one of them's from? That's what Veer Mahan is from. Yeah, I, I just can't remember. Oh, well, Sanga. I can't remember if I recognize this guy. Maybe that's what I I'm mean, saying. he was doing other stuff before, but he was still Sanga. Right. He He's like always been manager. him. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the one who got lost in all this is uh, Lanky Shanky. Lan- <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about him. Yeah, he's uh, the Triple H era. He's he's definitely been one of the disappearances. Oh, no. I f- totally forgot about him. What was even his name? Just Shanky. Was it just Shanky? No way it was just Shanky. I think it was just Shanky. Wasn't he with Veer for a little bit or something? Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Just bring him back down NXT. You get the whole band back yeah. together. <laughs> you got the whole band back together. The I mean, Ginger's there. Just, yeah, the whole four of them. <laughs> All of them. Shanky. God, I forgot that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Indu yeah. Share get the win. Yeah, then we cut backstage to find out Wendy Chu has been attacked. Of course, in the parking lot, the most dangerous place in North America. And, and they know this. Like, they're doing, <laughs> they're actively doing something so that all their random attacks take place in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. They're definitely playing into it. And, I mean, the parking lot's basically a character on the show now. <laughs> Just like Manhattan in a Woody Allen film. <laughs> exactly. Like Jerry's apartment. <laughs> the parking lot is the third character. Yeah. So uh, another mystery assault, which happens a lot. Uh, One of the most unsafe work environments in America. Voted. Voted. (laughs) Yeah. 
but then Gigi Dolan comes out uh, to Toxic Attractions music, but then she says, cut it. That's the last time we will ever hear that song, and uh, I'm going to cut to the chase. Unlike JC, I don't love the sound of my own voice drowning on, and talks about being betrayed by JC three weeks ago, but I can handle the pain and the backstabbing because you made me realize who I really am. You will always be about the superficial things, the money, the glitz, all that stuff that Toxic Attraction was about. And, you know, it was fun for a bit. I channeled my inner demons deep down. I've always been happy to just survive. And you know better than anyone, JC, because I shared everything with you. You know the last person I let betray me and beat me down was my own mother. So we're getting real here, and... She says know, her mom. That's some pretty serious. That's a, well, but again, consenting adults or you know. No, this is her childhood oh. abuse. She's talking about right so. now. See, this is abuse. Dom and Ray. That's just too. <laughs> I just want to make sure there's a difference here. Yeah, this is real. Uh, she said her mom used her as a personal punching bag for years until she got the courage to run away from home as a teenager, and was determined to show her little brother that she could make it in WWE and. We could escape the constant cycle of pain and suffering. And JC, you don't know a hundredth of what I've been through. And huge applause for Gigi here. She's pouring her heart out. And she wraps it up saying, you're the last woman standing. Or you say you're the last woman standing, but every time I've been knocked down, I've gotten right back up. And next week at Roadblock, bring everything you have. It won't be enough. Because I'll take every ounce of pain and rage I have inside me to hammer the final nail into the coffin of toxic attraction. Some pretty harsh, some, some tough, tough words here, too. Yeah, I thought this was fantastic. Great passion, great emotional promo here. Super babyface moment for Gigi letting us into her troubled past. And, and someone called yeah, the police, by the way. Like, the police should be looking into this. I mean, I don't know what the statute of limitations is, but uh, yeah, I looked into it a bit more. Watched some like shoot interviews with her, and this is all real. Her family; she grew up in like a gypsy family, and they pulled her out of school in grade seven. She wasn't allowed to have friends, and she was abused physically, sexually. Rough childhood for this poor girl, and she laid it all out there. So yeah, man, I'm on the Gigi Dolan train. I'm I'm pumped. And are we are we calling the police? Can we prove this in a court of law? <laughs> well, like I said, statute of limitations. I don't know. It's probably been over ten years, but they did do a they did have a reality show that her family was on. So there's probably some B roll footage somewhere that captured some crimes. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Either way, Gigi Dolan, you're awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, great promo. Great, great, great come out party. <laughs> coming on and uh, and very you know I thought her delivery was great like during toxic attraction she would just kind of spout a line here and there it was mostly Mandy but nice to see she can hold her own mm -hmm. in a promo yeah so yeah pumped for that that's probably my most hyped match for Roadblock right on uh, we go to Chase University uh, the classroom where Duke apologizes to Thea for getting mad at her last week wants to know how she's doing and she says it's okay you know sometimes we say things we don't mean Andre walks in to start class 
This week's lessons about famous WWE factions, but then the screen shifts uh, over to a promo from Joe Gacy. Just insulting Chase U, putting over the schism. Chase says, nobody talks about Chase U like that. He's going to hand Joe Gacy a Chase University-sized ass whooping. Yeah, still schisms and Chase U seem to be the two guys going at it. Yeah, so maybe uh, we'll throw that on Roadblock, maybe. I don't know. But yeah. I guess, yeah, might as well. Are we gonna? Well, are we ever gonna see uh, <coughs> the, uh, the Rocket in action here? I mean, uh, yeah, you think this would lead to Ava Rain versus Thea Hale? That's Ava point. Rain. That was the name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if not Roadblock, then maybe Stand and Deliver will be her debut. Debut. We'll see. But uh, we got some women's action. Mako Satomura taking on Zoe Stark. And apparently Zoe's been wrestling on some main roster house shows recently. Ooh, la la. Yeah, so potential testing the waters for a call-up. She's, uh, you know, I don't think she'll ever be women's champ in NXT, so she might as well move up. But Good point. Anyways. A uh, solid match here. Hard-hitting affair. Lots of stiff kicks from Mako. And the crowd's rooting for Mako. She hits a nice frog splash for a two count. And then Zoe hits this cool move. She, like, springboards off the ropes. Does a corkscrew senton for a near fall of her own. But then eventually Mako hits the Scorpio rising axe kick to the back of the head. And that gives Mako the win no. <laughs> Mako, the winner. <laughs> yeah, make it right. Make it Mako. Isn't that something? Is there some, probably something there. I feel like that's a commercial. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell is outside the trainer's room trying to get an update on Wendy Chu when Tiffany Stratton interrupts and says, nobody cares about Wendy. People need to learn to stay out of the parking lot. Which, I mean, fair point. <laughs> nobody's ever brought that up nobody has ever yeah. said no one's ever been made aware that this is insane the <laughs> yeah, amount Tiffany, of violence she probably she probably gets a valet so she doesn't have to deal with that shit honestly like yeah door to door yeah draw me off at the door there you go or even an underground parking tunnel i don't know don't know what they have there <laughs> underground parking yeah they, they're full underground parking at the cwc full tesla <laughs> charging stations and you know like the scotia bank arena i heard you can go from the arena to the road without ever being outside so or like in a parking lot at least what <laughs> like when you pull up to the arena you just drive right into underground parking so you don't actually have to get outside in the cold and oh stuff. yeah 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 that that totally exists yeah that was one of the things. They're like, Kawhi Leonard, you can stay in Toronto. You don't have to deal with the winner. You just get in your car and leave. <laughs> yeah, you go door to door. Yeah. But anyways, so uh, Tiffany says her thing about the parking lot. And then Team KC walk out of the trainer's room. They're like, oh, it's not looking good for Wendy. And then they accuse Tiffany. You know, you've had issues with Wendy in the past. And Tiffany says, put that blame finger away. Where were you two when Nikita Lyons got attacked? And then you just happened to be there when Wendy's attacked. So... Sounds sketchy to me. Katana gets mad, challenges Tiffany to a match. So we'll see that in a little bit. We'll see that later tonight. 
But before, we got another women's wrestling match. Electra Lopez taking on Sol Ruka, who's got the crowd hot for Ruka. Continues to be one of the top young rookies here in the division. And, mm-hmm. you know, Lopez has been around longer, but I think uh, we can all agree that she doesn't have the talent or potential that Ruka Or the has. charisma. <laughs> she Or the, or, yeah. yeah, the overness. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't really have much going on, but she's got Valentina Perez who comes out holding those brass knuckles and Lopez tells her to give them to me, but she doesn't. And while she's busy yelling at her, Ruka runs in, jumps off the top ropes, hits the soul snatcher, gets the win. And uh, it's it's looking better every time, too. Yeah, you know, it's one of those moves. You got to be a little creative, find ways to get your opponent in the right spot. But, uh, yeah, this time the distraction worked, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a- afterwards, Lopez is pissed, shoves Ferez in the face. So Ferez puts on the brass knucks, nails Lopez to the delight of the crowd. <laughs> to the delight of the crowd. Uh, Roxanne Perez, what's she doing? Uh, I don't know. She wasn't really on this I f- show much i don't think well, she was fighting on, Mako. she wasn't really she, she hasn't last time she was on the show was i think that triple threat well they did like a little thing with mako like a t they were like working out together or something because they're gonna fight next week oh yeah for the title but yeah nothing of substance come on but, let's go uh, let's get this shit moving fighting yeah. champ open open championship title defense <laughs> kick off the show let's go yeah well, we'll see her defend it next week, and then we'll have to start building the next challenger for a stand and deliver. So stand and deliver, I'm yours. Could be one of these next two women. Well, just one of them, Tiffany Stratton, taking on Katana Chance. Uh, yeah, Katana doing her ninja warrior stuff. She flips over the ropes. She does a straight handstand on top of the rope at one point into a head scissor. How do you do that? That 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 to me didn't make sense, like scientifically. Like balance on a rope, yeah, wow. <laughs> it's crazy. I guess because she's just so light that the, the tension on the rope <laughs> the ten- doesn't bend. Yeah, she offsets the tension on the rope. Yeah. Uh, so cool move there. Katana's in control when Elba Fire and Isla Dawn come out, which distracts her for a bit, allows Tiffany to hit the triple decker moonsault. The aim was a little bit off, landed mostly on Katana's legs, but uh, still enough to give Tiffany the win. And uh, like you just said, we were talking about Roxanne afterwards. Stratton grabs a mic, cuts a promo, says, I don't care who wins next week between Roxanne and Mako, because that title will belong to me. She got her sights set on the big prize, and uh, I like it. Yeah, it's I guess crazy that she's the next in line. I guess. I mean, I, I see her as one of the next champs. Maybe not the next, but the next one or two. I mean, Cora Jade's kind of disappeared, which you would think they'd go back to her and Roxanne. They have the history. Yeah, but, why did how, why did Cora Jade disappear? Is the, Do we know this? I haven't heard anything, but I mean, she could always just be dealing with a nagging injury or something. Or oh, the personal old, issues. the old nagging injury. Yeah, but Personal nothing confirmed. Issues. Come on, you're in NXT. How, <laughs> <laughs> come on. I don't know. 
Her parents had a brutal car accident. Oh, my parents are getting divorced. Oh, no. No, dying, I said. Dying. Yeah, I said divorced. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Uh, Anyways, Axiom takes on Hank Walker. Hank got the big size advantage, but Axiom much quicker, much more experienced. And, you know, Hank hits a couple power moves, but Axiom nails him with the golden ratio kick to get the win. Um, I I thought surprising, right? We like Han- uh, Hank Walker. Uh, yeah, we like him, but I feel like you know Axiom's a bit more established. Hank it took him like a couple months just to get ring gear, so he's still still learning the ropes here. And Axiom yeah. winning the uh, Axiom scripts battle, the secret battle between <laughs> the two similar looking dudes. Uh, yeah, he's scripts. Also, he's also winning. I mean, scripts. It felt like they tore up the script after two weeks on him. What did it make it two? I th- I could have swore it was just one. <laughs> I thought we saw him fight twice, but I don't know. <laughs> but it was either way. But he's, uh, <laughs> the whole time it was Reggie, right? Yeah, everyone knew it was Reggie. <laughs> and I mean, the outfit looked dumb, and the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they just cutting their losses. Uh, that's funny. Excuse me. The main event, though, we got Carmelo Hayes taking on Tyler Bates. Uh, big matchup here. Two top guys here in NXT. And nice hard-fought match. Some real slick wrestling here. And Carmelo, he hit a cool move. It was kind of like the setup was like Liv Morgan's Oblivion, but he does it into a snap suplex instead. So cool move there. And then a bunch of just stiff chops and knee strikes and... Uh, yeah, Tyler Bate fights back, but then Trick Williams starts interfering, which allows Mello to hit a big code breaker, spiking Bate down, and then he hits the nothing but net to get the win. Banger. Yeah, this was great. This was hot shit. This was hot shit. Um, Tyler Bate is a beefy boy. He is a beefy boy. Yeah, he's a short guy, like, but he's. I feel like when know, we saw re- when we saw him in years past, he was he was never this 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 beefy. A little more cut, is that what you're saying? Yeah, he had more of a Dragunov thing about him. <laughs> well, both those guys are like they wrestle bigger than like their height would indicate. Like you know, they can both hang in there with a guy like Gunther. And not look out of place. Yeah, maybe that's what makes those guys, lo- yeah, feel so insane sometimes. Is uh, is is that exact thing? Yeah. But uh, yeah, both great wrestlers. But Carmelo Hayes seems uh, destined to be the next challenger for Braun Breaker, and uh, possibly the man to dethrone him. <sighs> possibly the man to dethrone him, and then uh, does that mean Braun moves up? Is that how that is that how that works? I mean, it doesn't have to be, but I feel like he's he's done all he can. You know, you had like a year-long reign with the title. and might as well move up. Yeah. New, uh, yeah, new pond for the big fish. Bigger pond for the fish. Yeah, you, you're, you're on something. <laughs> new pond for the bigger <laughs> fish. Uh, but that was NXT. Yeah. Real, uh, yeah, great show. Roadblock is in the future, but the more immediate future... Uh, what about our big go home to revolution show over on Dynamite? AEW, all elite, 
They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Show opening up uh, with the most, you know, you said this in a week prior, the most like winningest defender of championship in AEW. Uh, for the men, yeah. For for the male side, of course, uh, Orange Cassidy, that all your all landing champion, taking on Big Bill <laughs> of the firm, um, Mike. Like we had just said, you know, is what 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 do we call this man after his uh, career of achievements? You know, do we call him uh, Big Cast? Do we call him W Morrissey? Do we call him Big Bill? I don't know. Um. I mean, right? He's, he hasn't been Big Bill that long, and W. Morrissey was a terrible name. So I that guess. was a bad, yeah. Yeah, Big he, Cass is still his peak, I'd say. Him and Enzo when they were super over. I'll tell you but, why. I'll tell you why W. Morrissey is a bad name because it's so many syllables. W. Yeah. Morrissey. It's a six-syllable name, and half of those syllables is a letter. I know, and the W is short for William, which. You know you're not saving any syllables by shortening it, so it's like. <laughs> Will- <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, this match happens. Um, yeah, there. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a pretty standard match. I thought a lot of those <clears throat> big, big moment, the the big uh, slam type moments from Big Bill, choke slam through yeah. a table. Yeah, he grabs the timekeeper's table and moves it to the side and choke slams uh, Cassidy through it, which, you know, some some people could say that's a DQ, but... Most people would say that's a DQ, Mike. I would also like to point out, they didn't say the timekeeper's table. Uh, they, they, made an exclu- they made an explicit point to call it the belt table, because it's the table that the belt sits on. Oh, so it was... So there's two tables. And there then there deciding. was this girl who was like helping him put it in place. Did you also see that for a second? <laughs> um, Look uh, back. Yeah, this happened really... for half a second. Uh, enough, just enough for like uh, Taz to go like, and she's gonna help or something like yeah. that. So, um, but yeah, they, so, he survives the DQ. Yeah, survived the DQ. Cassidy survives the spot, the table break. Uh, and then later, Stokely, he's interfering as well. And Danhausen comes out to keep Stokely at bay. And Cassidy fights back. He hits two orange punches, but Big Bill still stumbling around on his feet. So Cassidy climbs the top rope, hits a super orange punch to get the win, retain the belt. To retain as he should. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, no actual challenger for that sort of thing i guess uh i don't think anyone's really challenged it since he was challenging it for uh pack uh yeah he's cassidy has kind of been the one challenging other people really yeah he's kind of just like the up. i'm gonna win every week uh like you had said earlier <laughs> yeah i mean uh that's one of the ones they could throw on the pre-show for revolution if if they want oh yeah the pre-show the buy-in yeah I don't think they've announced anything for that yet. I don't but, think so. Uh, yeah. So then uh, between matches, the elite start to come out, but then the lights shut off. House of Black attack them, hold up the titles, and that was it for them because that's your pay-per-view trios titles match. It's going gonna, it's gonna to bang. It shall bang. It shall bang. Uh, he bangs. And then after that, we have the face of revolution ladder match. 
which, uh, you know, a revolution tradition has been bumped off the pay-per-view this year. But, uh, you know, I guess with the one-hour Iron Man match, they're looking to save some time on things. So, yeah, the latter match is happening now. Which I thought was uh, also surprising, but I guess um, with this one-hour match, that's probably why. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, they're still calling it the face of the revolution. We got the yeah, whatever. The golden, the giant golden Sonic ring hanging right. above <laughs> the big Sonic ring, which is carabinered onto it. Yeah. Onto a hook. Uh, that'll come. Up, course, that'll come into play later. Yeah, if you grab that, you earn yourself a TNT title shot. So the participants are Takeshita, Powerhouse Hobbs, AR Fox, Action Andretti, Ortiz, Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara, and a newcomer named Commander. Commander. With a K. With a K. Yeah, he's a, uh, a Mexican masked luchador wrestler. So, you know, expect some big high-flying stuff from him. Expect it. Uh, also, I mean, Eddie Kingston and uh, Ortiz were barely in this match, right? At the beginning, they just, like, brawled to the back. Yeah, they brawled, like, straight to the back, almost. Uh, Yeah. And, like, it just kind of took each other out. So, it was mostly a, uh, what, a six or a five or six. Yeah, a six-pack. Yeah. So, anyways, lots of bumps, lots of spots with the ladders, people getting slammed, thrown around. Uh, Commander making a good first impression, just... He was running. He runs the whole length, the whole length on top of, of the, the top rope, rope, and then does this beautiful <laughs> fucking yeah die like kind of like springboard f- twist in in the <laughs> air. It was uh, it was incredible. Yeah, big pop, holy shit chant from the crowd. So there was a couple a holy shit chants on this one. Yeah, and uh, powerhouse Hobbs super over in this match. I think we were in his hometown or county somewhere close by. We we must have been. He was, uh, yeah. Hobbs and Takeshita were the two getting that that massive crowd reaction. Yeah, the big favorites. Uh, so some more ladder spots. We get a ladder set up across the apron uh, into another ladder, and then Hobbs hits a big Death Valley driver to AR Fox onto the ladder, and then back in the ring we have two ladders set up. You know, one across the other. Um, Andretti and Guevara climb to the top. Andretti hits a big falcon arrow onto the ladder, but it looked kind of sketchy there. Yeah, the camera uh, cut at a weird time. It looked like like he missed it. I think he intended to hit it. Yeah, so like Sammy's neck like almost bangs right off the back of the ladder. And well, at least that's what Andretti's- they say on commentary. They say, uh, like, oh, his back of his head <laughs> hit the... But you couldn't quite tell the way it, the, cut, the camera cut. Yeah, and then Andretti's leg got all like stuck up in it for a bit, but yeah, not oh. quite the uh, the landing I'm sure they wanted. But well, uh, even before that, Sammy's leg, like his leg, almost got hooked into the oh the ring, the ring up top. Yeah, like yeah. you could see him trying to like when kick he... it away. Yeah, when he was like lifting him up. Yeah, imagine if he got caught in that thing. That'd be crazy. And <laughs> he's just hanging from it. Yeah, and then you. Tilt yourself up, unhook the ladder, and fall down. Jesus. <laughs> unhook the ring. Uh, so anyways, AR Fox, though, he's still down on that ladder from earlier, laying across the ring. Uh, and then Commander, another big spot, runs along the rope again, hits a big shooting star press off the rope, 
onto the ladder. Uh, and then another big spot, Takeshita hits Commander with a blue thunder bomb off the ladder. Uh, yeah, so and that lots one, of big moves. And that one hit. <laughs> yeah, that one they landed on the mat from the ladder. So from the so I guess yeah, less de- less degree of uh yeah yeah. Uh, then Takeshita and Andretti climb to the top of the ladder. Daniel Garcia jumps in, tips it over. He helps Sammy. Uh, yeah, they set up a ladder between two chairs on the floor, put Andretti on it, and then Guevara climbs up this huge like twenty foot ladder. Hits a huge swanton bomb off the ladder onto Andretti, breaking through the ladder on the floor. A crazy bump there. Big, big yeah, uh, a lot of massive spots here. Yeah, they were treating it like a pay-per-view match with all this craziness. And yeah, Sammy Guevara's hurt from that big bump, and Garcia tries to carry him up the ladder, but then Takeshita takes them out, and then Powerhouse Hobbs jumps in, takes out Takeshita, so he's all alone, climbs the ladder, Unhooks the ring. Powerhouse Hobbs wins the match. Earns a future TNT title. So big win. Big win and a big match. A lot of people shined throughout this match. Takeshita, Commander, Andretti. Yeah, pretty much everyone but Eddie and Ortiz. That yeah, pretty much everyone. Because they didn't fucking even bowed need to out be... right off the bat, yeah. little bitches. I don't know if you saw at the end. It was pretty funny when... Hobbs was climbing the ladder. They had four referees all holding the bottom of the ladder steady. Yeah, for him. I think they had. He was. He had the wrong size of ladder. Yeah, because he had to stand like right on the top of the thing, and which is not recommended. No, it even says so on the ladder. <laughs> this is not a step. <laughs> yeah, like he he was he had a ten footer and should have been a twelve footer or something. You know, like that. Yeah. Because normally the referees only hold the ladder if you're gonna jump off of it, but this all four referees holding this thing down because they're like we did. Pops comes. <laughs> yeah, from. you can see fucking. They're like calling in the recruits or they calling yeah. in. The, like, come on, we need backup. Funny. We need backup. <laughs> uh, after that, we got Chris Jericho taking on Pretty Peter Avalon and uh, Avalon. Surprising, he comes out strong. He's actually taking it to Jericho. If you can believe it, he was dominating him for pretty much the whole match. Uh, but then Jericho just hits a code breaker out of nowhere, and that's all it takes. Jericho wins. Yeah, that's all it takes. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty standard. No one's gonna pull one over on Jericho like uh, Action Andretti did. <laughs> yeah, not this soon after. Yeah, not uh, this soon. afterwards. He grabs the baseball bat, nails Avalon in the head. Beats him down some more until Ricky Starks chases him off. But then the rest of the Jericho Society come out, beat up Ricky. So that's still going on. Yeah, of course it's going on. It's happening. (laughs) I know. Like every Jericho feud, it goes on just a bit too long. Just a tad. Yeah. Anyways, Renee Paquette's in the ring to interview Christian Cage. Cuts a nice promo on Jungle Boy. Uh, Yeah, Christian. Still a great talker couple lines he insults jungle boy's dead father luke perry calls them both no talent hacks who rely on good looks to get through life and he wants jungle boy in a fight at revolution then the lights go out jungle boy appears on the screen and he's uh digging a grave of some sort yeah it looks like he's uh like graved and he's wearing um set the scene mike so he's wearing blue 
jeans with uh, kind of rips in the knees and a white <laughs> shirt and a leather jacket. Yeah. So, yeah, he's digging the grave. They're splicing in clips of him attacking Christian. And then we see a tombstone with Christian Cage's name on it. So uh, we'll finally get them to fighting at Revolution. Finally. After many months. Well, after, yeah, uh, injury and more. I mean, speaking of, where's Luchasaurus been? He uh, he hasn't appeared on TV since Full Gear when he had that awesome match with Jungle Boy. Well, maybe we'll see him on Sunday. Maybe, because, yeah, three and a half months ago. That's a long time. That's a long time. Then we got Hook taking on Matt Hardy for the FTW title. I uh, haven't seen much of Hook on TV either recently, but still undefeated, 20-0 here in AEW. Re- oh, really? About that. Yeah, no losses yet. Yeah, well, good point. Off the top of my head. I mean, he's been this, think... he's been this FTW champion for probably more than I could ever know. Yeah, off the top of my head, I think... Hook, Sting, and Jade Cargill are the three undefeated wrestlers that have had like at least ten matches. But I could be wrong. Uh you may be right. I'm I, saying a minimum of 10. I may be crazy. <laughs> but it just may uh, be <laughs> a lunatic yeah. you're looking for. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, but anyways, Hook and Hardy. Hook, clearly the younger, better athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hardy's got the firm on the outside. So Stokely's got his cast on his arm still. And uh, at one point, Ethan Page takes the cast off the arm, nails Hook in the head behind the ref's back. Hardy makes the cover. Hook kicks out. Uh, and then he gets Matt in the red rum. Matt taps out. Hook wins, retains the title. And also, there was an added stip. With this win, he earns himself a no-DQ match against Stokely Hathaway with the firm banned from ringside. A lot of people being banned from ringside lately. Well, there's a lot of interference. As as it, uh, agreed, as they should be. <laughs> yeah, so Stokely's going to get his ass kicked. His ass kicked. Unless someone new is going to show up to save him, Ooh. it's not in the firm. Another you know, firmer, another. Is that what you're? Is that what you're called if you're in the firm? You're a firmer. Well, they're not yet in the firm because they're not banned, so they have to not be in the firm until after the match. Good point. But anyways, uh, Tony Storm taking on Riho, another one we haven't seen much of lately. Yeah, but. and time she shows up, the crowd is hot for her. Yeah, the first ever woman's champ. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, always delivers a good performance. Strong baby face. Uh, she does well against Tony, but then Soraya starts interfering. So Baker and Hater come out <gasps> to keep Soraya at bay. And uh, Riho hits a big cross body off the top rope to the floor. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, Riho, big crossbody to the floor. Back in the ring, she hits a coup de gras. And then a real nice-looking Northern Lights suplex bridged into the pin, but Tony kicks out. Uh, then Tony fights back, hits the big hip attack in the corner. Riho kicks, kicks out of that. So Tony puts her in a cloverleaf submission. But then Baker jumps up on the apron, so Tony releases the hold, takes a swing at Britt. 
But then Riho rolls up Tony with a bridge, gets a three count. So <laughs> Riho. Upset nice. win. Yeah, nice little surprise there. Uh, Tony goes after Baker. Soraya goes after Hater. Ruby runs out, hits Soraya, and then hits Hater as well because she's still not picking sides. And Officials break up the big brawl. Yeah, like we said, a lot of people at the top of the division here. Yeah, and I mean, uh, Riho getting a win that could put her back in, back in line to get exactly a lot of a lot of shit happening. There's a it's a lot of heat, hot up top. Yeah, so we'll settle that on Sunday. But we got a casino tag team battle royal. Uh, so the winner gets the final spot in that tag title fatal four way at Revolution. So. uh different from last week's because the casino is the one where they come out separately the teams instead of all at the same time so that's your difference there yes it's not the uh the cards aren't drawn (laughs) yeah they don't even bother with that anymore the different suits and all that oh yeah that's too much video production (laughs) yeah but uh, anyways we won't mention every elimination but Blackpool Combat Club continuing to act uh, heelish in their ways. They attack Dark Order during their entrance and yeah. Well, with no leadership across the board. No gentlemen either in the group anymore. Amen. No class once Regal left. Class. That's a good, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. But uh, anyways, you had the Lucha Bros in there. We got United Empire from New Japan Wrestling and uh yeah, Dark Order get eliminated early on, upsetting the crowd. Dark Order just can't catch a break these days. Well, th- yeah, th- they're without a direction. You know, it's uh, you know, it's just they're just ha- they're just there. Yeah, but anyways, so standard battle royal, bunch of eliminations. Let's skip to the final three teams. We got the Blackpool Combat Club, Butcher and the Blade, Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. Uh, Dark Order come back out. They distract Wheeler Yuta. Cassidy dumps him to the floor. And then Orange and Danhausen eliminate Claudio. So the combat club is out. Down to the final two. Uh, Butcher Blade versus Orangehausen. Orangehausen. Uh, <laughs> Cassidy gets thrown over the ropes. He's hanging on. Butcher and Blade are hammering away at him when Danhausen runs up behind, knocks them both to the floor. Danhausen is the hero. He's won the match for him and Cassidy. And a title shot with that. Uh, this title this title match is going to suck. What's happening here? Yeah, I thought maybe we'd get the FTR returned <laughs> to win the Battle Royal, but it did not happen. I can't believe that. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. We can We can talk about that a little bit. On the card rundown, but let's yes. Uh, yes. close out Dynamite first. We got Brian Danielson coming out for one final promo on the world title Iron Man match against MJF. Brian just talks about chasing your dreams, and you know, he was forced to retire, came back two years later. If you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. MJF interrupts, but Brian just cuts him off, says, Just shut up for once in your life. You hate me because people respect me and you think you deserve that respect. And You're jealous of my wife and my family. You take every shortcut 
every cheat that you can to become AEW champion. You haven't fought for that. And if there's one thing that you do deserve, it's your fiance leaving you. Ooh. <laughs> you what do you say, Max? Uh, f- putting backs on mats and banging rats? Yeah, that's exactly. He quotes in. That's not someone I'd want my daughter that's to marry. That's not someone I'd want my daughter to marry. <laughs> yeah, like yeah so we were talking about it. Apparently, this is all real. His fiance did actually leave him, so... Yeah, cutting deep. There. I'm sure it wasn't as dramatic as a Julia Roberts runaway bride situation. <laughs> I'm sure it was more of just, hey, I think we should slow down. <laughs> yeah, either way, uh, bring in some reality into this feud. And uh, yeah, Brian says, you know, I hope you're ready to fight because I'm ready anytime. You were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. I've been fighting my whole life, fought poverty, depression, injuries, retirement. Fought for everything. I left a job that would have paid me for the rest of my life to come to AEW because I wanted to fight. And my new dream is to become AEW champion. And God damn it, I'm willing to fight for it. So this Sunday, you better be ready to fight with everything you have for 60 full minutes. And if you don't, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. <laughs> and my feed, this was an uncensored F-bomb. Oh, my feed was censored. I had to go back and... Uh, or they didn't censor it. They had just, like, cut the mic. So you just heard the crowd... Oh, reaction. Well, I heard the whole. Yeah, the whole I had F-bomb. to go on Twitter. I, I, I was reading his lips. I was like, okay, he said fucking. <laughs> I then I had to go on Twitter quickly to see what the uh, what the actual fuck was. Yeah, so the crowd's chanting yes. MJF storms off to end the show. Real nice go home promo for Brian. Yeah, and MJF said two words. How much do you think he got paid for saying two words or say three words? Say cut my music. And then, and then, <laughs> then Brian said, "No, stop." Yeah. How much do you think he got paid for saying three words? Well, I mean, it's not like he gets paid per appearance. But, but let's say on a weekly it. basis. If you break down your yeah. salary, like what you have to do on in a weekly thing. Uh, let's say twenty grand. And flight paid for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> what a great promo. Uh, let's lead ourselves right into that card revolution live on Friday. Um, let's kick off with that Texas death match. Hangman Page and John Moxley. That'll get the crowd. That'll get the crowd going. There's going to be a lot of blood. Crowd's going to be hot. Live at <laughs> the Chase Center, home of the Warriors. This is a hot crowd. Uh, they are a passionate basketball fan base, and I believe they're a passionate uh professional wrestling fan base also uh is this mox man three is that what this is um i think it's four Maybe even four yeah but uh i think hangman needs to win this one close out the feud we've been saying it for six months finally give moxley that vacation. moxley go on vacation <laughs> but next now that renee's here now i guess it's more f- they're they're here together you know it's uh yeah Babies Either way, lots road. of blood, lots, lots of, blood. of weapons, barbed wire, all that stuff. It'll be there. Do you think the little mox, the little Moxley, little Moxley comes like on the road with them? And follow up question: Do you think that AW or WWE have like 
a like a nanny or like a babysitter that they have for their shows that they're like we'll have a babysitter you can bring your babies to the room <laughs> like you know becky uh, becky lynch and seth they have a child i'm sure other people on the roster like there's kids you know uh yeah, I know Montez baby Ford, wrestling baby wrestling exactly where's the place like hey, you can kind of leave your kid here for three hours and they'll be all good <laughs> like if yeah. you think you think they'd hire somebody to do that right if not them then the wrestlers themselves may just have like a traveling nanny I don't know uh, yeah, but like yeah, their yeah. mother yeah. their aunt <laughs> well, I, I would just think you know you want to make a good work environment you know you work in a big office building it's like offer daycare on the main floor and then you can bring your kid to work on PA days and shit. You know how many PA yeah. days there are these days, Mike? I don't know if you know this. Every single, every two weeks, there's a fucking Friday PA day. Legitimately? Actually, it, feel, it feels like it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I work with people who have kids who then are either like working from home or the kids hanging out in the office for the afternoon yeah. on a fucking Friday at like 1 p.m. Like, should you be in school? Like, no, PA day. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Anyways, huh? uh, after that Moxman car uh, match, what about um, what about the guns defending their uh, tag championship, the acclaimed? Ah, Jay Lethal, Jarrett, Orangehausen, as you said it. God, I this might be the the most underwhelming match, tag team match in pay per view AW pay per view history. Yeah, I mean it just might be. Um, <clears throat> yeah, don't want Lethal and Jarrett to win. Don't want the Guns to win. I mean we can just go back to the acclaimed and pretend this ever happened, but we all know it did. And, Orange Housen, that they're probably not going to win. So I don't know. I guess just throw it back on the acclaimed. Yeah, I guess it's move it to the acclaimed and then, but well, you know, yeah, there needs to be some action quick because this uh, this whole thing just smells bad. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe FTR show up at the very end of the match, but <sighs> <I'm> still, <laughs> it's looking like I don't know. It's looking. They grim. might not be coming back. Looking grim. Uh, the Samoa yeah. Joe Wardlow. For the TNT Championship, new look Wardlow is getting over. Uh, who knows? Yeah, this is another one. I'm not sure. I was kind of surprised when Joe won the title back, and you know Wardlow was just champ not long ago. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with this one. Yeah, I, <laughs> it doesn't feel like there's a good option. I'll be honest. Uh, yeah. What about the women's triple threat? Jamie Hader, Soraya, Ruby Soho. Does Jamie Hader lose? Does Soraya uh, win? I think Hater probably retains unless there's a swerve. Like Ruby Hoho Soho turns heel to win, but I don't think Soraya will win. I don't think she's ready for it yet. Still kind of getting her legs back. Only had like what two matches, three matches yeah. since returning. Yeah, not too many, three or four, so, I'd say. Yeah, Hater's the best option to keep it on. Hater. What about um? What about the the elite? In the triple threat trios match, uh, the elite taking on House of Black. I think this is going to be the uh, the hot banger of the night. I mean, all of these are going to have to happen pretty quickly because we do have the full last hour. Yeah. I mean, we do only have eight matches announced so far. And, you know, and we've had many pay-per-views with like 12, including the pre-show. But mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah, the Elite, you know, they just won the belts back. But, uh, you know, it's hurt the regular tag division a bit, not having the Bucks in it. So I can see the House of Black pulling off a win here. I don't know. At some point, they got to win those trios titles either way. Yeah, they are. Uh, they're a built trios team. So, you know, I mean, I mean, I guess they all are in some capacity, but. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, don't know. I think this one could go either way. Okay. What about uh, Christian Cage and Jungle Boy? And uh, it's, it's, what does it seem like? A buried alive match? Is that what we're gathering? Considering uh, the. Wikipedia tells me it's a no holds barred match. So, okay. I mean, you can bury a man technically. Technically. That, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Jungle Boy, he should get the big win. He's the young star. And, yeah. You know, Christian Cage, he might just get hurt again anyway. So I let him win. Yeah. This is what it's all been building towards, you know? We, 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 we maybe this is when we. Maybe this is when we see the return of Luchasaurus. Exactly. Like yeah, I think the three of them are drawn by blood. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Jericho and Ricky Starks? Ricky Starks has to get the win here. I would hope so. I mean, especially with the Jericho Appreciation Society being banned from ringside. So, I mean, Jericho still has plenty of options to cheat, but... You know, Ricky, he's the young stud. Give him the big win. And also, like, Jericho's still cool, no matter what. You know, like, yeah, Ricky Starks can sing win, Judas. and he's still cool. Yeah. Everyone's going to sing his song every week, no matter what. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Do it. Do it for him. Do it for him. Uh, but our main event, uh, MJF, Brian Danielson, 60 minutes Iron Man match. So, Mike, this is the one where it's as many pins as you can get in 60 minutes. Pins or submissions, or any submissions. fall. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, DQs as well. MJF could use a weapon to cheat get disqualified but Bre Brian's so bad that he gets like two falls out of it something like that hit him with the diamond ring and then pin him twice in a row or something but what you're saying is MJF retains um I mean I'd like to see Brian win get the big title win because you don't know how many other chances he's gonna have at this belt before his career's done but I think it's time I think Brian Danielson has to win if I'm being honest if I'm booking up, and, that's what and I you know do. why I say this? Because I've been wrong on my last like eight, nine, ten title predictions. So I'm due for a win eventually, right? <laughs> if I keep, I, well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, same with Brian. He's lost every big match in AEW. He's he's come close, but yeah, he never wins the big one. So let's let's let him have this one, you know and. At the same time, MJF can show that he can last 60 minutes, put up a good performance, and, and then just win the title back at double or nothing. It or would something. be a huge, yeah, and huge pop moment, too. It'd be a huge moment. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, if you're AEW, if you're Tony Khan, you want Brian Danielson on the history books uh, as a former champion. Of course, the, just having the, the name as a part of the lineage. Yeah, exactly. 
So it's about the lineage, yeah. Tony. No, if you and me were the bookers, Brian would win. But you know, MJF—he's just such a shyster. He could—he could easily squeak his way out of this. Yeah, hopefully he just doesn't. Sh- I mean, how many? How many more? Uh, chances do we have to give to MJF for doing the same promo and the same shysterisms, <laughs> or do we, or have we accepted that that's that that is him and part of it? You take the good and the bad. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be him. He can be better than that. But yeah, I don't know. It's definitely the most interesting match. I mean, there are there's there may be some fun matches, but this is our first ever Iron Man match, so. There's been some great Iron Mans in the past, and uh, we've already seen Brian go 60 minutes against Hangman, so it'll be interesting to see how MJF's cardio lasts. Because I mean, I mean, 60 minutes of nonstop action—that's a lot. I mean, that being said, I I do agree. I feel like all of MJF's matches, though, they're all long, or they're all at least 20 minutes. I mean, I guess at least 20 minutes. He just doesn't do them too often. <laughs> uh, yeah, his matches. Yeah, but. I mean, 60 minutes, that's a whole other ball game. That's a whole other ball game. Damn. But, yeah. yeah. Either way, should be a fun night, fun show. Yeah, fun night, fun show. And uh, that was all that we've got for you. I think we can bring you one more thing, of course, though. That's the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Mike, I am uh, going to that ladder match, Commander. That was a yeah. uh, Commander with a K, like you were sure to point <laughs> out. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. yeah, some great, some great spots. It, it forced me to do the Wikipedia look for his name, you know, because I had no <laughs> clue who the hell this person was. Uh, Commander. Yeah, no, great, uh, great first impression for him. <clears throat> uh, I'm giving it to someone else this week. You know, every week it's either something for the in-ring or something for the out-of-the-ring. And, uh, yeah, the thing that impacted me the most was Gigi Dolan pouring her heart out, giving us an inside look into her rough childhood. And, uh, yeah, the person she is today. And, yeah, I'm very excited for that match. So, Gigi Dolan. Call the cops, folks. Call the police. Yeah. The gypsies, though, they're always the gypsies. How are you going to catch them? The fucking gypsies. How are you going to catch them? Yeah. God damn. Exactly. Uh, that's all the time that we have for the show, folks. Thanks for listening. Of course, we'll be back next week. The big Revolution Post show. Uh, it's going to be a great card, so be sure to check it out Sunday night. Not Saturday, Moxley. Remember, uh, <laughs> it's on Sunday, and that's all we got. All right. We'll see you next week.